this weekend I had my woodworking stuff out in the garage and uh, left it out partially because I had to, we had to just run out of the house yesterday. I'd finished the project. It was actually for the gift exchange that evening. Ah. So I had left all my stuff out. But today I told myself I'm going to make uh, a monitor stand for the iMac and like a super quick oh. one. I just took some wood that I had lying around. Yep. And it basically just took my nail gun, shot it together. So uh, that's, it's like seven inches tall. So I'm, I'm getting used to it. I'm not looking straight. I'm sort of slightly looking up at the monitor. So I'm, if it gets uncomfortable, I'm going to chop it down by an inch or so. But uh, huh. it's cool. It gives me more space on the ground. Uh, but I, like I was saying, I was moving stuff around. Nice. So seven inches tall. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Let me see. Oh, yeah. I don't have that on here. My monitors. Pro- my monitors are probably an in, uh, a foot off of my table. Oh, okay. All right. And, yeah. and this doesn't feel uncomfortable. It's just different. It. Yeah. Right. So it's just going to be. It's nice. Now I have a. I made a little cubby. Uh, inside, I took a, a piece of plywood and, and slid that in there, and uh, so I can I have a little area I can put a phone or a pad of paper or something, kind of like a little storage area. So it's nice, nice. Keep dude. it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, going yeah, through all like, the wood, I like man. to slide my keyboard up, or like if I have my laptop on my desk, I can stuff it underneath. I have like a shelf, but the monitors, I have like a floating deal with like arms and stuff. Uh, okay and they're mounted and things but yeah but yeah so uh yeah when you're woodworking and same with me like i was doing some uh kids gonna be kids right yeah uh ikea doesn't sell it this way anymore and i wish they did but i have these lights every apartment we've had has some outlet that's hooked up to a switch and no built-in lights at all, right? So it's like, oh, it's up to you to bring your own lamp, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, well, we could put a lamp there, or like we have these string lights in our living room. You've seen them, yeah. Um, that light up our gallery wall. Well, those are actually plugged into the wall switch by the door. Uh, well, they're plugged into the wall and uh, at the light switch by the door that controls the light switch on the uh, the outlet on the wall where the string lights are plugged in i have a dimmer so you can put the lights up or down or blah 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 so um i have the same lights we've had these lights and luckily i bought extra bulbs and everything for them way back at when i probably had these lights for 15 years at this point uh and they're great i love them i love how they look every time i look to see if there's an updated version they're all like where you have to hardwire them into your home anyway all of that is to say in the boys room I have two strings of lights, one down here in the living room, one upstairs in the boys' room that used to be my office. And it's just, I kept those string lights up there in that room. And I used to have a bookshelf in front of where the ugly cables were kind of just dangling down from the ceiling right. to the outlet. Yeah. And uh, and something had happened when we moved or maybe when I had installed them at our Hollywood apartment or something where the the power supply i have going I, I spliced or something and i and i and i made my own power supply which is very very unlike me right. but it was like twisted <laughs> wires with uh electrical tape i don't know i didn't even put the electrical tape just twisted wires Jeez. blah 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 well i uh <laughs> i'm doing and drawing the boys bath or something and i don't know what wesley says uh but he's like uh whoa keaton made sparks <laughs> or something like that. and keaton is like 
like dang <laughs> like like moving the wire like crazy because he can reach you know <laughs> it, they had never touched it before Wes never touched the wire and Keaton's moving the wire and because it's there's no electrical tape or anything it's just arcing like crazy right. and I'm like oh fuck Keaton so I sparks. completely unplug it a week goes by and I go in and I get the little cable uh uh tidiers that you can put up in the corner so i really run it nicely down the seam of the wall and then along the baseboard and it's tough like wrangling wires like that and it's never fun like it always looks nice at the end but it's never fun right and um i guess i should have shown you but behind my tv i even got these like little channels like these plastic channels so all the wires are basically hidden they all go along these channels and it's really really hard though to get a crisp bangle. This is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> Dang, I was wondering how you were going to do it. Crisp bangle. Damn, crisp bangle. A crisp bangle. I don't know. So I don't know. That might be better than your um... <laughs> bleed a mare. I can. <laughs> That's I think a good one, one a too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, you. Uh, the king of the good puns. <laughs> oh my goodness uh. oh man <laughs> anyway uh the song is spangled this week but i have some housekeeping yeah um boy has this week last couple weeks have been busy we did a uh a cool little sizzle reel for the uh the executives at our company and then they did a work uh like a video presentation where ryan my producing partner on all of the content for this company uh he actually went out to Phoenix to give a presentation at this like leadership conference. And it's like, well, here's what we've been working on. And it was a sizzle reel full of like the interviews that the executives have been doing with us. The footage that Ryan's been shooting it all over the world, Glasgow, um, Edinburgh, London, New York, Miami, like all these crazy places that Ryan's been going and just shipping drives to me. And I've been working on it. So we put a, together this like two and a half minute sizzle reel and everybody loved it. And anyway, all of that is to say that I was very busy. Yeah. And then, um, uh, but we have pushed out some fun Patreon content in the meantime. Yeah, we have. And what's funny is I keep sitting on it and then I'm like, oh shit, I never posted all this stuff. And so our patrons are like, uh, too much stuff all at once. But it's like, you know, at least. That's uh, a good problem to have, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Overwhelming amount of content. Yeah. Uh, and I think, uh, we still have, uh, by the time this comes out for everybody, they'll have everything we have in the can, I think, so yes. far. But anyway, uh, uh, fun Patreon content. Yeah. Uh, I This has nothing to do with this podcast, but Sadie Hawkins Pod, who is, are peers of ours, they cover all the Reliant K songs. Um, they did a Patreon episode about the Angus soundtrack. And I, the, Danny was talking about how much he loved the soundtrack so much. In my mind, I feel like he must own this soundtrack. I know he did at one point, but he must own it. And it sounds like he has like a wall of CDs. But anyway, while I was listening to their Patreon episode, uh -huh. I bought them the <laughs> oh, <you> soundtrack <laughs> as like a Christmas gift from our pod to theirs uh, off Discogs. And it should have arrived by the time that they're oh, hearing good. this. But I put no notes as from Discogs. They don't know. So I just changed the shipping address to Danny's address. Right. Danny addresses address. So, um... Uh, it has shown up. I'm sure they have no idea who it's from, uh, and now they do. So um, <laughs> that is the Angus soundtrack. Happy holidays to theirs. Yeah, um, which uh, I think they said it was there was a Weezer song on there. Did you see yeah. Angus the movie? I never. Saw I never it. saw it, but I knew it from uh, "You Gave Your Love to Me Softly" by Weezer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sweet. 
Um, and then uh, lastly, we have a gift exchange going on the Discord that is probably close to happening. I'm sure the deadline is passed by the time this episode comes yeah. out. So, um, but I'm very excited for that. I filled out my Elfster stuff, and uh, oh yeah, I got to get. We on did that. it last year, and uh, and it was a good old time. So. Um, there it is. Uh, unless you have any other housekeeping, uh, a couple of things I did want to mention. Yeah, um, sweet. Had well, one of them is uh, unrelated housekeeping. That uh, I minutes ago I was uh, today oh. uh, today years old, right? Um, <laughs> last night I was in the office here playing drums for I swear two hours to one song. That's great. And it's oh. it's this, the song uh, "She" for Liz by Parachute, right? You go on Spotify. I, no, not right. I don't know what this okay. is. Okay, you look at Parachute, um, they've got their, uh, on their artist page, you see the lead singer in the, in the center and the two guys on the side. And every time I look at that face, I go, God, that guy looks so familiar. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, it's, it, I, I can, it's not the guy, but he looks so familiar. Well, <laughs> I finally had I'm a moment. I'm looking it up right now. I had a moment this evening to look him up in detail. And he was none other, he's none other than, the lead singer of Parachute, Willie J, one, two, three, four, which you and I know him as uh, the CSI, <laughs> a TikTok. Oh my gosh! Yes. Are you kidding me? No, yeah, and that I is like, that dude. I, I was thinking in my head this evening. It's like I will always think of this lead singer as the Willie J, or as, as that Willie J guy because they look so familiar. Oh, and, they're not the same person. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. That oh, was when okay. I was today oh, years old. I, I realized That's that he incredible. is a lead singer. Parachute. <laughs> so no, I never. I mean, I didn't know he. I just thought he was a funny guy. Yeah. Right. Well, great singer too. That's funny. Yeah. So if parachutes. Okay. How do you even know this band? Literally, never seen them. Me or neither. Heard of them well, okay. So like sharing music on Spotify, you come across these bands. Came across Parachute and. I, I liked that song. If you listen to it, She for Liz is a good one. The other songs that they have, um, like Kiss Me Slowly, they're pretty songs, but they're very much, uh, they're like not Gamabuchi polka. They're not like soft polka. rock, but they're like soft <laughs> pop rock. She for Liz is one of those where it's like, that's a rocking song. Uh, and so All I was right. playing drums of that one last night for honestly a, a couple of hours, but just staring at um Will Anderson's face. <laughs> sure enough, man, <laughs> it clicks today when I search for him, and uh, yeah, there he is. So wow. that's him. Uh, the other thing that I want to mention, more of housekeeping, was uh, Aaron Brunkart messaged me this afternoon. I don't know if you saw this. Yes, uh, <laughs> I did. I went through this. This was a fun in, read. In all caps, uh, he goes, he goes. I can't believe someone else out there had a Dodge Ram fifty, and it's, it's always. It's always interesting hearing or seeing those trucks in the wild when I drove one. And then also his story is very similar to mine. So it was his first vehicle. Uh, he got his in 99. I got mine in 98, uh, both 1986. And he says uh, he hated it because of the lack of power. I think he and I had the same engine. So we probably both had the non-sport <laughs> two liter, which was just it, it. It was so small. It was like a uh, my dad and I joked about it being a lawnmower um, right. motor. And <laughs> And uh, also same same additions. He put in. He had a Terminator skull stick shift knob. I had the eight ball stick shift knob. Amazing. He said he put in a stereo system. I put in a Rockford Fosgate uh, amp under the passenger seat, and then uh, they were two Kenwood six by nine speakers that I had built the speaker boxes for. And the, yeah, the way that the bench seat sat, they fit perfectly right behind the bench, nice. and they would just radiate, or they would just blow the rattle. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, the sound right into your back. <laughs> uh his was uh 
his was white with black trim. Mine was red with gray trim. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, very similar stories. I'm glad he reached out, listened to that. That was from the last last week's episode. Or Big Cars. No, that was two weeks. Yeah. That's going to be two episodes ago. So, yeah, good content in there. Uh, that, that was when we talked with Steve. And uh, he, he talked about his interest in vehicles. But, yeah, I'm glad Aaron reached out and, and we shared a similar story. So if he and I ever sit yeah, down I for loved a beer, hearing we'll talk that, about uh, that. I loved hearing that Steve uh, interview. That was great. <laughs> yeah. You did it very last minute because oh, I was yeah. going to do it, but I was knee deep in work. Sure. And so I was like, I don't know, man, can you do this? And you did, you nailed it. Man. Yeah, man. You knocked it out of the park. So. That's, that's why we're partners. <laughs> <laughs> so the song is Spangle. It is a cover by the band, uh, originally by the band The Wedding Present. Uh, it was originally recorded for a Glue Factory Records compilation called Songs for the Broken Hearted. Uh, it was then released on the singles album, the Bleed American 2008, 11, and 12 re-releases, and the Good to Go EP. Uh, and it was originally track 17 of 17 on that Songs for the Broken Hearted comp, 5 of 11 on the U.S. singles album, although... The first singles album I opened up, and I'm just I was too lazy to go back, had it as track seven. So I'm not sure. But mine is track five as well, the the one that I right. own. Um it's also five of thirteen in the UK, twelve of fourteen in Japan. Uh on the Bleed American LP, it's track F3. On the Bleed American CD uh re-release, it's uh second disc track fifteen. On the Good to Go EP, it is track five of seven. Uh, and the comp was released in 1999. The singles comp was released in 2000, 2001, and 2004. Good to go EP uh, was released February 21st, 2002 in Japan. And it was written and recorded or uh, uh, recorded and mixed by Jim Adkins himself. Um, and the I, I, I was like, I don't know, like, did uh, did they go get it mixed? Or, or did they? I, I was trying to find anything about it, and the most comprehensive version of the notes for this track that I could find was the 2004 re-release of the singles album from October 26, 2004. That when they did the, they bundled it with a Jebediah split, uh-huh. and on there they provide like this song was recorded here and mixed by this person. This song was recorded here and mixed by this person, and then. All it says for Spangle is written and recorded by Jim Atkins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or not written, written recorded and mixed, and mixed yeah, recorded by and mixed Jim by. Atkins. Um, so that makes me think it's like just 100% home effort. They did it wherever they did it. Right. Um, uh, and uh, like I said, it is a um, wedding, a song by The Wedding Present. Well, here I have a blurb from Jim where he talks about why he covered the song and all those things. Um, but, uh, let's see, what else did I write? Crew, uh, single CD recorded, mixed by Jim Atkins. The compilation had it, band Jimmy Eat World are Jim Adkin, asterisk, uh, uh, Rick Birch, Tom Linton, Zach Lynn, producer Jimmy Eat World, written by D. Gedge, yeah. uh, of The Wedding Present. Can we, um, can we take a quick digression real quick? Please, On yeah. this topic. So, um, this kind of threw me for a loop years ago when I had first heard it. Uh, and in the context of band titles, this, if you're looking at the Discogs listing for various songs for the brokenhearted, oh, I'm sorry, songs for the brokenhearted, if you look at the the way you just read it, how Jimmy World R, look at the other bands, it's got Metro Shifter R, 
Game Face is. 100 Words for Snow were. Roadside Monument are. Mm. Um, Juliana Theory is. Oh, is right, there yeah. is there any kind of it, it was always hard for me to say I always wanted to say Jimmy World is but no they would they've always come on announced as Jimmy World are uh, hmm. is there any rhyme or reason why that is the way that it is why I mean why does Juliana Theory pick is and they don't yeah they don't go with R I've always thought it was R for everything Mastodon R I guess it's a band of people versus a band entity and maybe they left it up to like, let me look up uh, um, uh, Punkorama, the first comps I really ever got into. And uh, let's look at Punkorama 3 is the one I remember a lot. No, it's not listed that way. And it does very much seem like it's like banned. Teen Heroes are. Yeah, it's like banned, 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 banned. So I don't know what yeah. the... Uh, okay. I don't know what the... Well, look, is there. Uh, if, if anyone knows, 484-JEPOD. I think that'd be interesting Please. to have an answer to, at the very least. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. So that's that's who Jimmy World are. There are many <laughs> a Punkorama comp, so I'm going to click through a bunch of these and see if anything comes out like that. Oh, I love Punkorama. <laughs> I used to get them, like, every year. I was so yeah. excited. <sighs> okay, yes. Yeah, so you were saying this is a, the wedding present uh, off of their album, Watusi. Yes. Released uh, September 12, 1994. Yes. Uh, what else you got about Watusi, if we want to do that? Oh, um, I didn't have really much. I just linked to the... Right, it's the uh, opening track the from that record. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Notable High Note. I don't think there was a Notable High Note. I think I just did an erase last week, so that's okay. Uh, but Notable Low Note, there are two here. D3 and B-flat 2. And they noted that this B-flat 2 is a... Uh, not- well, let's see what they say. Bold marks, particularly notable examples of this person's vocal capabilities. And I do think that Jim hit some sultry low notes on this track. Um, So we'll get into that a little bit. Listeners on Last FM, 19.5 thousand, 72.7 thousand scrabbles. It says I only scrabbled it eight times. I'm not buying it. I've heard the song way more times (laughs) than that. We'll get into uh, how intimately I am familiar with the song in a different way. Um, in terms of structure, I wrote, this is a verity, very of the clarity era, uh, this track. It feels very clarity-y. With, um, the, with the, the synthetic drums and then that, uh, the white yeah. noise that's kind of thrown in there. The outro, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very much like, uh, let's, uh, run this tape reel back and let Zach just go. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it could go into Lucky Denver. Um, it is a B flat major key, six B Camelot, a hundred and ten BPM, four thirty-seven duration. That is all I have for stats on this song. Shall we dig into the lyrics? Sure, sure. I don't know why I li- I have twenty-seven scrabbles and I listened to it the most oh, nice. in two thousand and eleven. But I always wonder what I was into then because it was clearly from the Bleed American Deluxe. Uh, so yeah, there was a 2011 deluxe release. So maybe you added that to your Spotify, and you were just yeah, listening to it. A yeah, lot. there's a Bleed American Deluxe Disc Two that's labeled in 2011, and then a remastered CD Two later that year. Huh? Yeah. So it it had interesting. To be, yeah. And so I did see a remaster on our uh, Google Drive. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, somebody just did a remaster. But I wonder. If we should uh, compare the two. Uh, 
Look at this two CD set features rarities, B sides, previously unreleased live and demo tracks, plus a new and previously unreleased version of Your House. <laughs> I'm going to get the link to, oh gosh, damn it. Uh, remaster. I see it. Bleed American Remastered CD2. And I'm going to get the Spangle Flack and I'm going to send this over to you. And we can listen to this versus the, uh, we're going to listen to many versions of the same version of the song and here see if we what differences we hear okay um tonight uh so this will be the remaster i'm going to send you that bit that little thing but uh let's dig into lyrics and then we can start listening to all these disparate sweet all right versions let's see all right so i ended up just grabbing the formatting was just that was the only difference between the jimmy world and uh, the wedding present versions so uh it didn't really matter i didn't see any Anything that was that was obvious. So if I miss something, I miss something. Um, hopefully I didn't. Let's see. We're going to start. We're going to go two lines at a time. Uh, I'm glad you found the time to ring. I just spent all day waiting. Now, I think ringing in this, this context is going to be, I, at first I thought it was ring as in coming to my door. Like, hey, I'm going to give you a ring. But I think it's actually a phone call in this case. So I'm glad. I always assume phone call. Yeah, I think, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you found the time to give me a call. I just spent all day waiting. So, kind of some tension building already. They've answered the call and are likely on the phone. They've been waiting all day for this specific conversation to happen. Yeah. Uh, I need to know it's happening. Well, at least we both agree. And it seems like there may have been some kind of fallout and they left it up in the air for however much time, if it's 24 hours overnight or if it's been a week or longer, uh, but they both realize that the time has come to make a decision. Well, at least we both agree this is where we should be taking this. Uh, really don't know where to start. Did you say you met some neighbor? Uh, this is maybe small talk about who she met. Uh, yep. Trying to act like he cares. Did you say you met some neighbor? Like, I don't even care what you say, but uh, for whatever reason, if it was infidelity or if it was drifting apart, it's like it's kind of like making that small talk. I don't really don't want to hear you answer this, but I'm going to try and be um, a good human being and be civil with you. So they're asking yeah. about this other individual that may have been um, the rift in their relationship caused it. I guess I'm heading for a broken heart. Why are you doing this to me? Sounds like she stepped out on him. And he, for the most part, it sounds dumbfounded that why are you doing this to me? I, I guess I'm heading for a broken heart. There's no there's no way around this. I don't want to continue this. Um, it was your decision that is putting me through this, putting through this us through this pain. And then it goes yeah. into what I believe is the chorus. Now, none of this was labeled. So that was the first verse. Right. Right. And now we're into the chorus, uh, which is this is it. This is space where I don't really think I knew what the uh, the lyrics were. So it was good to to read these. Finally, it's so clear. I can hear, and I'm not going to share you with no one. Surprise, I've got eyes, now goodbye. And this chorus reflects the moment of his clarity um, when he hears what she's saying, and he wants nothing to do with her. Now he's ready to just say, yeah. I, you know what, I can hear. I, I've, I'm an adult. I heard what you have to say. I'm not going to share you with no one. I'm not going to – I don't want to be you know, that, the guy on the side. I don't want to be the guy that's going to be tethered around waiting – or your relationship to fail, and you can always come back to me. No, nah, surprise. I've got eyes, honey. Uh, now goodbye. So he's he's walking off. And now it comes the point where I feel like he's made that decision, the choice, said his word, made his peace. 
and then uh, does one of those about faces as he's yes, walking totally. away. Yes, <laughs> totally. I ain't done yet. Hold one on. One more thing. Yeah, one more thing. Oh, just one more thing. Oh, there is just one more thing. Yes. <laughs> um, how long have you had this planned? Guess it shows how much you care. So now he's getting sarcastic with her. Uh, how long have you been interested in this so-called neighbor? Uh, assuming it was a while, she's already mentally moved on. So I guess it shows how much you care. If you've been into this person for months or years and you're still sticking with me, I don't I don't get you. You're you're a terrible human being. Uh, now I understand how I just played the fool. So he's looking back on what an idiot he's been, maybe not realizing this, and maybe now uh, seeing all of these signs, uh, and it's all it's all clicking for him in this moment. Now I understand yeah. how I just played the fool. I hate playing the fool, man. Why you gotta act the fool? <laughs> <laughs> I pity me. <laughs> the fool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sure, I'm going to let you go. I was wrong to ever trust you. Then he comes back. Now I think he's back in reality and reassures her that he is letting her go, that there's no second chances for you. Uh, I'm just making sure that it's clear that if you didn't already know, we're not anything anymore. And the yep. last couple of lines of this second verse here is, don't think that you'll ever know how you could be so cruel. And what parting words there. I think that this is so out of character or it's just devious that not even she can understand the level of cruelty that she's shown him. Don't think you'll ever know how you could be so cruel. Like I don't, you're just, you're blind to the fact that you have made a decision that has uh, ruined me. Yeah. And so a very, this is a very clear uh, breakup song and uh, yeah. Sourness on, on this individual's end. If it's the guy or the girl, I think this could go, this could go either way. I just happened yeah. to choose the narrator as a, as a male just because I hear Jim singing it. And from uh, David Gedge. Yep. And, uh, and there weren't a lot of things because the guy, I, I, I don't know where David Gedge is from. I want to say just I think in the UK. The UK. I, I would just say they're England, from the UK. Right. I think it's fair yeah. enough. I, oh, jolly old. Yeah. There might. Yeah. I think that's a, a big enough catch all. There aren't any specific terms that aside from ring, maybe, but. Everything else can be read either way. I imagine, yeah. though, that he probably spelled out neighbor with a U. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Did you say you I should have gone neighbor? to the wedding presents. Uh, yeah. <laughs> some neighbor. So there you have it. Those are all the lyrics. And then it goes back into the chorus one more time. Uh, and on the Jimmy World version, which I think is very similar. There were a lot of people that were commenting about why even make this, this cover. Um, but the way that it, it kind of goes out with the little, it's that like arpeggiated, uh, synth and then the yeah I can't remember if that was the same way that it was in the wedding present version if it went that long I yeah. know that theirs was shorter let's see uh, oh I guess I didn't look at the length yeah 312 the vers versus 4 minutes and 36 seconds so yeah, the wedding present oh, okay. was a minute and a half shorter so I think theirs kind of just cut the song ends and that's it and this one has got Jim's little, um, his flavor in there, his flair. Nice. So before we get into track notes, let's listen to a bunch of the versions. Let's listen to the OG uh, from the singles MP3 got it. of the uh, thing. Let me jump in there. All right, here we go. This is the uh, yeah, Spangle.mp3. 
picture Jim with his four track. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So that's, the one I so that's the one I know. Okay, so the okay. one you just played is uh-huh. how I have been listening. So, all right, let's get into. Okay, this, this makes. Okay, can I, I, can I say out, something then? Um, yes. This this makes sense now. For uh, where is it? It was on song meanings. Oh, did you catch so that what did, one? What, no. What did it say? Um, different songs. Let me see if it's on page two. Oh, there it is. Uh, oh, from Plip to Chevenel. March 10th, 2005, the wedding present version kind of sucks. I love in this version at the beginning how they randomly have little split-second breaks of another part of the song. Yeah. So this one, this person's listening to the singles version also. So, and so I went to Discord because I wanted to find in my iTunes or my music library this version of the song. So I was like, I'm going to play this for Justin. I'll upload it to frame. And I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. (laughs) So then I was like, okay, let me go on our Google Drive and see if I uploaded it uh, for you. And I didn't find it, but I did find that Kevin Brown had. So I posted, dude, mine also had the same skipping. Was there a weird misprint with the singles CD? I hadn't heard the clean version of this song until it was released with the Bleed American Deluxe Edition. And I post the Spangle.mp3. And uh, Futures Past Steve comes in. He says, I haven't listened to that, but I know exactly what you're talking about. For the longest time, I thought it was an artistic choice and never knew there was a version without it. So I, Justin, <laughs> serendipity doodah, right? Yeah. Friday, uh-huh. I delivered my thing and I'm like, I need to clean up my fucking desk <laughs> because it had just gotten really messy from being busy with work. So I blah, 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 clean up, clean up, clean up. I had a stack of CDs from my office that I was like, let me move these around. And I put them literally on my desk while I'm doing the research. They were, they'd been sitting on my desk since Friday because uh-huh. I, I didn't want them anywhere else in the living room. I was like, I'll go through these. So then I'm like, as soon as Steve, as soon as I found Kevin's version that had the skip and Steve confirmed that he remembered the skip, I was like, I have a feeling my single CD is in this stack of CDs, Justin. It wasn't three CDs down. Wow. I popped that CD into my Windows machine. Let me turn the volume up on this and let's take a listen to the CD. Now, I'm only pretty sure, based on the scuffs, that this is my single CD and not Susie's, which I believe is from the 2004 reprint. Okay. Um, so I'm going to put my volume all the way up on this. And hit play. Let's take a listen. It's 30 second intro. Sure. Yeah. Windows Media Player doesn't have like, like I could scrub it, but it's not powerful. Let's, uh, here we go. I'm going <laughs> to jump to 30 seconds. Yep. Ah, there it is. It was on oh, the CD. Wow. It was on the CD that way. Yeah, this That's is the so first time funny. I have ever heard that. So I've always listened to the digital. So or the- I have always sang this song. Like, I had the time to read it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I've talked about this specifically on the pod. So when I saw that we were doing this song, I was so excited. 
to share my memory. And now it's not just my memory. It's a collective memory of everybody having this weird version. So now, uh, all right, let's call that that mix, though, is the original mix, just with some weird glitches. Let's listen to the flack, which will be, quote unquote, clean, which I've been referring to this whole time, because you actually, oh, shit, he says a word there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you you want me to jump up to 30 seconds? Or do you want to? Yeah, might as well. All right, here we go. This is the, uh, the flack version. Glad you found the time to ring. I just spent all day waiting. I need to know what's happening. Well, at least we both agree. So, it, was there any conclusion on the the reason behind it? Like, I know that Steve said it was. Uh, what you, arti- conclusion his, in, in what way? In his eyes, an artistic choice. Was it a, a misprint or? It has to have been because this version of the song exists. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You have a, uh, well. Although Steve just says my release came with the white sleeve and the split. Oh, because I I said, and looky what I just found. Now I can't be sure if this is mine or my wife's re-release with, uh, with the split, but I'm going to pop it in. Uh, oh, I didn't even tell him I found it in a white sleeve, but mine was sitting here in a white sleeve. Um, so he, I guess the re-release version also had this skip on it, but it's not that way on the Good To Go EP, and it's not that way right. on the Bleed American re-release. Right, yeah, and that's where I listen. And I will say that the vocals on that did sound, now I'm listening over voice over IP, but the vocals sounded more clear Very more, on that. yeah, present. Now, yeah. my guess, though, is that because Jim did the solo and also probably did it on a four track recorder. I don't let's not say he did it solo. I'm sure the they did it themselves. Um uh that this would just be an EQ job. Like he doesn't he he's not well I would say that he's not going back to the stems, but I also don't put it past Jim to go buy a four track recorder, digitize each track individually <laughs> and then mix it again. Right. I I don't know. But I will say the vocal sounded more present yes there. yeah i would agree I so concur. that is the uh long way of going and saying well now we've heard all the <laughs> all of the jimmy eat world versions of that um but uh let's take a listen to the og by uh the wedding present themselves yeah all right i've got that uh up. sweet here it is so this is spangle spangle They got that Hammond B3 organ in there. Oh, yeah.
It's I love that lo-fi yeah, sound it underneath. Yeah, it, it does. It, it does remind me of like chill beats to yeah. study to. <laughs> uh, and I take back what I said about the Hammond B3. I think that's more of like grandma's uh, organ. You oh know, yeah, yeah, that yeah, totally. that kind. It's the it's like the cheap the one with the light up keys. Yeah. And you, can like- <laughs> <laughs> you can set the vibrato on it, and that's yeah. what it sounds like. It is not not a not an or- <laughs> like the. I'm, I'm glad you corrected yourself. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I did open all the Punkarama comps, and I did find Punkarama only Punkarama, the best of Punkarama 2006 Japan release has it where it's like banned, no effects, banned, no effects, banned, the Bouncing Souls, but it doesn't say banned is, banned are, banned, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It just has the band, but it does say banned. Um, hmm. So anyway, found that uh, mildly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so th- that is the original wedding present cover, and uh, or wedding present version. And uh, yeah, um, I don't know, it sounds like something Jim would have been into. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did notice kind of clicking through, uh, I think it might have been Last FM, which I'll talk about the comment section of that uh, site later, um, that this record in particular is kind of tough to come by. Uh, let's see what di- it's going for on Discogs. I meant to, and then I forgot. Uh, what to see? There's 14 versions of it. 70 for sale for $2. Well, not that hard to find. No. <laughs> $2, huh? If I sort it by uh, price lowest to highest, yeah, $2 with $4 shipping, 6 bucks. I mean, maybe that's a lot to somebody, but this guy, Kenny G Live, has 100% uh, w- with 3,187 ratings. We can get it from him. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it, Kenny so G Not what? that hard to get. Kenny G Live. Kenny G Live. Yeah. So what's funny is it's an Island Records release. I didn't see the wedding present or Jimmy Eat World Spangle show up uh, when I searched the ASCAP website. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and especially if it's an Island Records release, why is it that hard to find? But anyway, at least for that one person. So. Um, hmm. Um, there wasn't much in as far as uh, notes. Yeah, I found one article. Oh, or at least one post. Yeah, yeah. And this I didn't find from- articles, but I found fun stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you have. But I only have this one thing. So this is from My City Paper. Uh, and it says New York City. Like See Me Times? Oh. Okay. <laughs> it says, this is what it says. My City Paper, New York City. That's the, the logo at the top. But there's a note at the top of this little article that says, please note this article is published as an archive copy from Philadelphia City Paper. My City Paper is oh. not affiliated with Philadelphia City Paper. Um, <laughs> a weekly newspaper in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I'm imagining this, what this came from. This is Brian is my Howard. My city paper when everybody was putting my before everything. <laughs> yeah. For a long time. My space, my city paper, uh-huh. my <laughs> my book. I was involved with a with a with a small startup called My Sports. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. weird. I, I took photos for a small magazine out here that was was it my? But they would their whole idea was they were gonna do local Ventura County cities and then have one for each city and then they would say oh, this they just like change. patch. Uh, like we had the Sherman Oaks patch for a while. Yeah. I don't know if it's still around. Yeah, they tried to make money through advertisements and have like yeah. articles that they wrote themselves, but the articles were terrible, so <laughs> it, it didn't last very long. <laughs> you subscribed. I, you well, subscribed. yeah, I mean I I got uh I got my uh photos published, so I was happy with that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh spared oh, no expense. <laughs> That's how uh, you sent them under. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your article. Right, right, right. 
this this was from Sunday, February 4th, 6 p.m. Brian Howard. Titled The New Amsterdam's, leads England's super jangly guitar pop outfit, The Wedding Present, threw in the towel four years ago. But to listen to underground rock these days, you'd think the David Gedge-fronted foursome never left. Arizona emo kids Jimmy World released a singles collection last year. Oh, dude. Which included a cover of uh, Wedding Present's 1994 Slow Cooker Spangle, which I think is a great description for it. <laughs> Uh, New Amsterdam's mastermind Matthew Pryor of Emo Heartthrobs and soon-to-be Weezer opening act The Get Up Kids is getting in on the act, too. Though Gedge gets no songwriting credit for Every Double Life, the lead track on the new Amy's uh, debut Never You Mind, Pryor certainly owes him a great deal of karmic debt as the song is a near-note-for-note musical knockoff of Spangle with less British lyrics. Uh, The rest of the album is full-moving, stripped bare acoustic ruminations. Uh, So it looks like this was more of an article toward oh and they even mentioned this uh, prior probably couldn't make work with his hyper enough super chunk loving main gig but should go over just fine in the solo acoustic performance so there's a lot of uh cross mojinations here with <laughs> these uh, these bands yeah, right. that we've um that we've had recently or gone yeah. through uh but i think the new amsterdam's was a before the get up kids i see right or maybe that was after because get up kids i remember being uh, right around that time but still, Jimmy World shows up in that conversation because of their their cover version of Spangle, the slow cooker. <laughs> yeah, Matt Pryor of the Get Up Kids. So New Amsterdam is an American band featuring Matthew Pryor of the Get Up Kids. So I would guess that maybe New Amsterdam's is yeah. post. Yeah, Get that Up sounds Kids. right. Yeah, there you go. So that's what I got for uh, references online and articles. Going back and looking through our track notes on our actual discography page, we were directed by uh, one of our patrons, Danger Gavin, to listen to the new Amsterdam's version of Every Double Life. Now, which I imagine is the wedding So the new cover. Amsterdam song is called Every Double Life or the new Amsterdam's covered a song called Every Double Life? The new Amsterdam's, I want to make sure that this is, let me see if I can do wedding present. No, it doesn't look like it. No, it doesn't look like it's a cover. So it's just Every Double Life by the new Amsterdam's. <laughs> It's okay. only two minutes, so we'll go ahead and give this a full listen. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit and click on go to album just so I can see what the album's like. This is uh, 2000, the new Amsterdam's. This is the opening track to this album. All right, here it is. This is Every Double Life by the new Amsterdam's. These are models of my own design. Two circles never meeting. Yep. Uh-huh. One in '92 and '95, and it's all been up to me. I may not listen to my own advice. It can be so overwhelming. There are strains on every double life, but you won't hear me complain. Yes, it's true, you knew, you believed it You should just turn and walk away Took a compliment and photograph And committed it to memory A model of how not to act least not imitate Wouldn't it have been ideal If it all fell down from heaven 
that get up kid sound i don't know the get up kids but i buy it you should just turn what should i know by them um oh gosh this song has been so long yes it's true you uh, oh boy you wouldn't know i don't think it's gonna be their stuff from what's the name of this album uh something to write home about um, yeah, that's got that. That's a one hundred percent. yeah, like a for re, sure. Like a mechanical cover, I think it is, where you use the music but you rewrite your own lyrics. Right. Yeah. So okay, I'm I'm glad that uh, Danger Gavin had pointed that out. Yeah, you're right. Note for note. Um, in 2018 on March 31st, I added two songs from the New Amsterdam's that I liked. Picture in the paper and from California. So I've heard the band before. Um, it was actually another year on the streets, volume two and three. So I must have been listening to that that day. It's a cool song, albeit a rip. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, I'm glad we got to listen to that. What uh, what cool. cool little gems did you come across? Spangle, noun, definition. <laughs> <laughs> yes, starting off a strong. A small plate of shining metal or plastic used for ornamentation, especially on clothing. A small glittering object or particle. Spangle verb. To set or sprinkle with or as if with spangles. To glitter as if covered with spangles, sparkle. Um, so that is <laughs> the Merriam-Webster uh, <laughs> definition of the word spangle. Uh, no ass cap. Notes from Jim. On the inside of the singles uh, liner notes are uh, some words from Jim Adkins. And I never, I don't think I remembered that I knew that they were by Jim Adkins. Let me take a look. Uh, nope, not that easy for me to do, but... Uh, it was the, uh, what's it called, um, Jebediah split version in 2004 of the single CD that specifically said, oh, and it was the Japanese release of that that specifically said these words are by Jim Adkins. So I don't know if we had ever like wondered or guessed in the past, but I have proof now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Spangle, recorded and mixed by Jim Adkins, Glue Factory. Spangle was written... By the wedding present, I have ripped off so much stuff from David Gedge, I thought I should finally do a cover. The original is on their album, Watusi, released in America by RCA Records. This version was released by Glue Factory on a compilation called Songs for the Broken Hearted. The theme for the comp was explained to me as breakup songs. (laughs) 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 I I love how, like, that was, and you know, that was just a conversation. Like, what do these songs need to be? Uh, break up, uh, break up songs. Break up <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that is what Jim had to write about Spangle. But it just says recorded and mixed by Jim Adkins. It doesn't say, you know, like above it is what what I would say to you now in Speed Read. Recorded and mixed by Steve Revit at the Rare Book Room. Um, and uh, what was it? Oh, Genius had uh, that Mark Trombino produced this, but yeah, <laughs> just right. Don't. Yeah, that was wrong. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I guess Ramana was also recorded and mixed by Jim Atkins. Yeah, I noticed that when you were commenting. I was like, that that was the other one that I noticed before Spangle that had it was just him. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Spotify, this was labeled as the non-LP version, <laughs> which right. we talked about in the past. We're yeah. just like, what, what, L- what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean, non-LP <laughs> version? What Was it ever on? What's the LP version sound like? Yeah. Um, 
So I thought this was an interesting statistic, which I guess if you had asked me how many cover songs are on the singles album, I would have said, ah, probably two. Um, but this is apparently the only cover on the U.S. release. All songs written by Jimmy Eat World except track five written by The Wedding Present. The band also intended to include their cover of Duran Duran's song New Religion, which originally appeared on a tribute album, but were denied permission by the record label that originally released it. Jim Adkins' original liner notes refer to the song better than O from Jimmy Eat World Emery's Split 7-inch, but it's not included on the U.S. release. So I think between those two other cover songs, I was like, oh, yeah, there had to have been two. Uh, yeah, Genius has this as produced by Mark Trombino. And that is all I have for track notes. But I thought it was still fun, interesting stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, lo I love all stats. Give yeah. me them stats. Give me, give me, the, give me all the stats. <laughs> uh, community, I only scrubbed through the... Uh, I'm going to start here. But I do want to look for some more stuff. Uh, but I do want to read through these comments on Last FM. Um, eight of fifteen, which is an interesting <laughs> scoring uh, uh, rank. Uh, July sixth, two thousand eleven. Adshell says utter crap compared to the original. <laughs> um, and then Squid responds, uh, "Nah, this version is way better." And Cyberland Dreamer copied and pasted the exact. Thing that Squid yeah. said, not nah, this version is way better. Uh, and let's see. Oh, this is where Beigeman, uh, July 5th, 2009, says, finding a damn copy of Watusi is nigh impossible, though. Now, mm. maybe in 2009. Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, Discog's website certainly looks like it should have been around in 2009, but this, this person was not uh, uh, up on it. And then uh, the last one was Eddie Scribble, this is a cover of a song by The Wedding Present. Their version is much better. No competition. So anyway, I, I got a giggle out of some of those. Uh, it's funny. I don't know if I've ever noticed there. those comments before, but th for whatever reason, this week's episode, when I looked at Spangle on, on Last FM, I saw them. <laughs> they just stood out. I don't know what it was. Either I haven't scrolled down before, or this was just one of the few tracks and of all of them to have it, right? Commentary. Right. Such a strange one. <laughs> um and then i'm do you have any uh fun community stuff i'm opening a bunch of stuff that i usually look through that i didn't this week um but now i'm like oh there could be some interesting stuff here so uh, i gotta might things. do some i might do some do it live stuff sure here. all right um pebble swifts three years ago 2018 the final round this uh i don't think it lasted very long the b-sides was out in round three uh so that's that's out of the way uh let's see Roller Queen, the weirdest song that just works. Two years ago by Mr. Colty5. This song is severely underrated. It's not available on Spotify or Apple Music. Uh, lyrically, it's decent, but instrumentally, uh, it hangs on throughout the whole song. Uh, what do you guys think about it? And then down below, St. Edward says, uh, I'll need to give this a listen. I downloaded this album once, but didn't want to listen to it. I want to have it on CD what? or vinyl are available on streaming and listen to it properly, but I'm sure I'll give it a whirl. I feel similar about <laughs> Spangle. From the singles collection, it's got this dreamlike build with a few vocal glitches. So listening to that version that you're talking about uh, and goes into this weird ethereal voyage. It's like the Great Destroyer by Nine Inch Nails had a sibling that wasn't drenched in Maleficent anguish. <laughs> oh, my. And then they they uh, they asterisk that I might copyright the term drenched in Maleficent anguish. That, I mean, I would. That yeah. Was good. good. Good on you, St. Edward. Um, I swear you, you've never 
you would probably scroll past this post, but I love these. Um, PGZ, 11 months ago, it's back. Guess what? The essential deluxe version of Bleed American is back on Spotify. Um, I just love it. <laughs> uh, it never left for me. And uh, Morgan. Oh, G- did I comment that? Uh, no, but I just oh. think anytime that I see Spotify like something I versions coming back, it's kind of like David just goes, oh, we never we never lost it. Yeah, no, that wasn't an issue. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that never being an issue. Right. <laughs> Morgan JB52 says, oh, hell yeah. Spangle and No Sensitivity are two of my favorites forever. Got the Jeremiah split and single CD squirreled away somewhere, but love being able to listen to these songs on Spotify. I do nice. love the convenience factor. I know that there's a certain purity to listening to these on a CD or. Uh, yeah, but you get the CD and you get the Skippy version. You're right. That's true. That's true. Uh, and the last one, we've referenced this, Any Love for Singles by Ticket 240 a couple of years ago. And uh, one of my favorites, Guru One, says, uh, come on, there's Ramana and then there's Opener, 77 Satellites, Spangle Digits, What Would I Say to You Now, Untitled. I spent so many hours on this album. Love it. <laughs> but thank you, Guru One. So, dude, this was not on J.T. O'Donnell's list, which is fine. Right. Um, I think he even has mentioned that it doesn't show up. uh, uh, Covers don't show up much on his lists, but nothing in Zach or Jim's Twitter uh, past. I'm in the middle of searching the uh, Jimmy World AMA, see if anybody at least asked about it. But although it probably would have shown up for you when you searched. Yeah, it would have. And I didn't I didn't grab anything. I'll just give it a little of a good couple hold down the end key. Oh yeah, there you go. You're <laughs> the keyboard Let magician. It load up a little bit. Yeah. I found another cool shortcut. It was like Apple page down and it kind of like continuously scrolled down Facebook like crazy and I was like, "Oh my god, is this a shortcut?" With it and that's one of those where it's like infinite and it didn't have the issue where it was just constantly loading, like taking time to load Correct, it. Just yeah. kept rolling through, huh? Yeah. Like Spangle's such a weird word. I can just yeah, I searched the nineties hardcore punk emo record CDs, tapes, and zines Facebook group. Three posts. Oh. Um Star Spangled Hell by Unwound. Uh Octopussy comes up, but it says, uh, I know this is neither hardcore nor emo, but nobody ever talks about the wedding present. And this with this being from nineteen ninety one, it's kind of hard to imagine not having what oh uh josh greenbaum says the wedding president was one of my favorite bands they definitely influenced a lot of 90s emo and emo adjacent bands jimmy Eat world even covered spangle from the wedding wedding present album watusi and five people liked that post by josh greenbaum i like that post um, were you one of the one of the likes <laughs> oh i'm gonna like it yeah <laughs> um uh yeah a lot of people coming in one of my favorite bands of all time blah 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 uh let's go ahead and search choruses forums for spangle because that's such a what's nice is one of those words that um it sticks out yeah yeah uh, a lot of star spangled banner stuff uh, which now that you've defined it makes more sense to me i never really uh, put two and two together of star spangled uh you know, oh, I always thought ter- of it as a whole title, Star Spangled Banner, but now I get Star Star oh, Spangled. There, there it is, that word. <laughs> and and you know, with your the definition of it being sparkly and uh, shiny. Yeah. So I have it. I have people have it showing up, but they're just like giving it scores or something. It must have been some sort of survivor or something. Yeah, cautioners versus Spangle 
Spangle last Christmas. Take them as they come talk about covers. All right, nothing great there. Uh, Jimmy Eat World, a Reddit community. You already did that. And Gossip, Gossip, Gossip. So this is fun. I doubt I'll find anything, but I do. One day I'm going to find something good in here. And this was on, this was a guest book for Jimmy Eat World fans on, I want to say, like Jimmy Eat World online or something. And it's super long. And like the top, like maybe, yeah, the top 10 pages are like spam. Uh-huh. But everything underneath it is just people like Jim. Jim is really fucking hot. Jim is so hot. <laughs> um, just really funny stuff like that. And I found it on archive. It's from November 2003. But no, Spangle doesn't show up in here. On uh. So no, I didn't find anything great. Nothing else great. Um, dude, can you believe I have more versions to listen to, a live version <laughs> of Jim playing it, and a couple covers? But yes, I'm excited to hear these. Uh, I listened to The Wedding Presents live version and not that oh the... so i actually have jim playing it live yeah. uh so this first one is big casino go big casino at modified arts december 27th 2001 jim playing the you'll hear him talk about the covers version the covers section of his set um but there's a nice little easter egg right before he starts uh a name that we've come to know on the pod all right this is my cover block <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Jeremy! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Yoakum, how's it going back there? Very well, thank you, sir. Excellent. About ready for a refill there, dude? Yes, I am. All right. Libations is across the street. Just spent all day waiting. I need to know what's happening. Oh, at least we both agree. I don't know where to start. Did you say you met some neighbor? I guess I'm heading for a broken heart. Why are you doing this to me? It's so clear <laughs> Whoa. I can hear, and I'm not gonna show you no one. Well, surprise, I got us. Now, goodbye. Oh, how long have you had this plan? I guess it shows how much you care. Now I understand. How I just played the fool Sure I'm gonna let you go I was wrong to ever trust you But I don't think that you'll ever know How you could be so cool It's so clear I can hear And I'm not gonna show you no one well, surprise, I got us Now goodbye It's all clear, I can hear And I'm not, not gonna show you no one Well, surprise, I got us Now goodbye 
So Jeremy Yoakum was in the back, huh? That's right. There we have him. <laughs> cool. uh, which is cool. I mean, right near the soundboard, too. Yeah, yeah, right. You're, <laughs> You're pretty so clearly. present on the yeah. mic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, Jeremy Yoakum. He's a refill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I have um, I have a professional cover, but I want to talk about it later because I found out about it in the comments of a, of one of the covers I have. So uh, right. what do you want to hear? I've got... I've got one I didn't listen to, one that's a band, and then one that's a uke cover. Ukulele is pretty good. They actually they sing in that one. They've got the long intro. Um, I mean the Matt the Matt Ballenbach one. Yes, I have that. That's the one, one that I found out about the other band. Okay, yeah, and okay, let's listen to uh, Matt Ballenbach. All right, I'm putting him in. All right, I love the artwork. It's like uh, SNES uh, graphics. Oh yeah. This was posted February 13th of this year. This was in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the release of Bleed America by Jimmy Eat World. I'm glad you found the time to win. Yeah. I just spent all day waiting. I need to know what's happening. Well, at least we both agree. That's tasty. I, I, yeah, sound. Love how clean the guitar is. Yeah, man. I 
I love this. This oh. reminds me of when Blink would do their extended bridges. Fuck, now I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Damn, Matt. I think he gets a full play. Jeez. Yeah. I have a feeling Matt Ballenbeck is this is exactly what he was going for. This is sick. Yeah. I love this. Good job, Matt. Yeah. I love how it ascends. Yeah, man. build all right jimmy world fans fast forward like 10 minutes because i'm about to take you on a ride (laughs) um in 2004 blink 182 was going on their last tour together uh before they would break up and they extended the bridges for three songs on that tour down rock show and stay together for the kids and it is some of the greatest blink 182 music i ever heard i was so excited that that was the direction Blink was going to go in. So allow me to play a little bit of these extended bridges here. Here is Down. And luckily, over the years, our, the fan base is so rabid and crazy, we have good recordings of these. So. Okay. He looks so young. Yeah. Here we go. This is the beginning of the extended bridge for down. interesting notice that Travis's foot is broken here he's playing to kick with his uh, left foot and he has a uh, closed hi-hat over by his uh, ride symbol here
this is like peak Mark Hoppus bass tone. Yeah. I want to live in this bass tone. <laughs> I always wanted to hear this era of Blink-182 cover uh, Ask Me by, uh, it's either by Morrissey or the Smiths. You better believe my Arctic White jazz bass has that famous Stars and Straps key chain hanging. Does from it? The, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what's actually happening here during this extended bridge is Travis Barker is being wheelchaired out to the middle of the audience where he has another drum kit that's been hidden during no way. the entire show, and he does a solo out in the middle of the pit. But this is the direction I wanted Blink-182 to go in so badly. They're looking for him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that tone. Ah. I love Mark's custom shirt. And Travis's solo during that tour was really cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's take a listen to a little bit. I believe this is going to have, sorry, guys. Uh, this is going to have the extended bridge to Rock Show, which is really cool. Look how fast they're playing on this tour. They hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> That flanger again. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tom was super into flangers this era. So that was a good one. And then let's find finally stay together for the kids. Ah, uh, yeah. The down one, I kind of blew my load early. <laughs> that was a good one. That was the one, but that's okay. <laughs> I can't imagine he did not use these videos as inspiration. This is the year 2004. <laughs> We're so young. Oh my God. No, this is my favorite one, though. Listen to that bass. Fucking goddamn it, Mark Hoppus. <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesus Christ. Listen to this. This is, this is my, I'm glad I saved this one for last. This is the best. Imagine, this is what Blink could have been. Some hello, buddy. Uh. Extended bridges of 2004 Arab Blink 182 that I can't imagine Matt Bollenbach was not. Yeah, inspired by. Reverend, inspired by. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So Matt Bollenbach. Um. I do have two other things if you want to fire up text to speech. Oh really? Both Megan and Christy hooked us up with a. Uh, did they really? Well, they they both did. Can you believe it? I I forget which one has their little YouTube intro. I'm going to guess that it's Christy Brewer. I can open it up while you get text-to-speech ready. All right. I am ready with this. Uh, it could UK be Let's see. I don't think either of them have it. Uh, uh, I guess it's possible that Megan Golding does. Let's see. Uh, Megan Golding, here we come. Nope. Straight into it, huh? Yep. I'm glad you found the time to ring. I just spent all day waiting. I all need day. to know what's happening. Well, at least we both agree. Really don't know where to start. Did you say you met some neighbor? I guess I'm heading for a broken heart. Why are you doing this to me? It's so clear. I can hear, and I'm not gonna share you with no one. Surprise, I've got eyes. Now, goodbye. All right, let's pause it and let's give uh, Christy Brewer verse two. Uh-huh, here. here we go. Okay. Ah, uh, there's the intro. Yeah, there it is. How long have you had this planned? Guess it shows how much you care. Now I understand how I just played the fool. Sure, I'm gonna <laughs> let you go. I was wrong to ever trust you. Don't think that you'll ever know how you could be so cruel. It's so clear. I can hear, and I'm not gonna share you with no one. Surprise, I've got eyes. Now goodbye. <laughs> you know, we hear like the same four beats, but they all are just so different. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So now we've got three more. Uh-huh. Which one do you want to hit? Uh, let's do that ukulele cover. 
Ukulele D. Hobart. Yeah. Playing the ukulele. Brother Hobart. Here we go. Oh, cool shark fin ukulele. Oh, that's cool. His shirt says Jimmy right? Eat World. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. The kind. It's Filipino. Oh, dude. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Because he labeled it as a wedding present cover. Uh, but then it says this version was yeah. influenced by the cover that Jimmy World recorded for their compilation. Son of yeah. ukulele. How long have you had this planned? He's doing the Thomas picking on the ukulele too, man. I think he's been formally trained. So mesmerizing yeah, to watch, I, and I like, like the, the perfect angle. It's all clear. He's got such a nice light reverb on it too. Yeah. This was uploaded in May 2013 because I was like, oh, he's got scan lines. It's sort of old. It's interlaced footage. Oh, you're right. You can tell in his finger, huh? I was. I didn't. Yeah. That was terrific. Yes. Excellent job, uh, D. Brother Hobart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was tight. All right. Uh, so we got Luca Giardi and Should. Mm, Luca Giardi. Uh, yeah. I got. Let's try that one. All right. Sweet. This is a live band playing a show, and I believe the whole intro is on the bass, which is really cool. Emographia Spangle. Torezzo Pub Live, Emografia, Marco Vidal, Guitar and Voice, Luca Giardi, Bass and Backing Vocals, Francesco Giardi, Drums, written by Jimmy E. World. Just looking at this place, the aesthetic, I need a margarita. Can, can we, uh, <laughs> I don't can know we what a margarita is also? here. <laughs> yeah, the bean. I'm the bean pretty sure this is in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another glass of wine, then. You get a limoncello here. Yeah. (laughs) 
from September 26, 2020. It was uploaded. Oh, wow. Just last year, huh? Yeah. He's really locking eyes with that person. Yeah. That might be the guitarist. They may be facing each oh, other. Oh, you're right. I thought that was a glass of wine. Like, he's got, you know, <laughs> shrimp, shrimp scampi and uh, his Riesling there. <laughs> but no, you're right. It is. It's the guitarist. there's a music stand there too so I wonder if it's uh, he's reading the lyrics oh right in front huh yeah yeah Yeah, that makes way more sense. I thought the dude was just really into his food. <laughs> All right. So Matt Ballenbach's cover got uploaded February 13th, 2021. Uh, Nate Ricketts 3, three months ago, says Jimmy covered this. It's originally by a band called Should. And I was like, wait, what? So I, I go digging, digging, digging for Should's cover. And I come across, I did find a YouTube link if you want, but I also, I found the Bandcamp link first. Yeah. Um. So I'll send you the Bandcamp link just so you've got it. I think you have it, sounds like. Yeah. Um, and uh, I confirmed that according to Discogs, no, this came out in 1998, but it is a good cover is what I said. Right. Food like fishes. Spangle by should. Feed like fishes. Did I say food like fishes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recorded in Austin, Texas, State College, PA, Northville, Missouri. Got a good low end. Yeah, totally.
such a beautiful chord progression. Yeah, it really is. So simple. that outro yeah well did you happen to make a rave dj i did unfortunately what'd you make <laughs> um <laughs> i mean <laughs> i did i did the the obvious mix of them but i also did one that i thought was experimental let me see if this one i didn't even save the title because it was so bad this oh oh god oh god i know what this is okay um <laughs> The wedding present and the wedding singer, I got them. <laughs> I thought of them for a moment, long enough for me to put it in rave DJ. This is the clip that we've had before. <laughs> this, uh, we'll start with this because I know his mind. Because <laughs> it is, uh, I mean, it's. <laughs> He hit the healing (laughs) Oh man It's terrible What did you have? Uh, It sounds like I did the same as you did Mine is Spangle x Spangle Oh okay I got with the, um, the Spangle present, so I must have picked a different version. Probably, but uh, I, I I wrote definitely weird, weird visuals too. Ha ha. Okay, what I said. <laughs> uh, let's, let's just listen to yours. All right, here we go. Probably the same. Yeah. I thought it was gonna work better. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the same song is spliced it in there. Okay. 
Oh man. Yeah, yeah I remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> so yours did the same thing then. So dissonant. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Whatever. There's your glitch, man. Yeah. Twenty seconds. Why not? Why not? We've got this far. I guess while we let that play, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song "Spangled" by The Wedding Present by Jimmy Eat World? It was always one of those tracks that was sort of in the background playing for me. Um, yeah, didn't dislike it, but uh, I didn't go pursuing the track. However, having listened to it um, more intently now and getting these these covers, man, Matt Ballenbach's was just so good. Yeah. Um, this one has definitely grown on me. It has, uh, and D Holbert too. Yeah. Yes. Luke, oh yeah. Everybody, every, all the covers were great. Yeah. This, but yeah, this track has grown on me, man. What about you? Same. I, it's so gut wrenching and I don't think I ever really listened to, to the lyrics. Surprise, surprise. Um, and I think going through the lyrics today really kind of solidified this is like, oh man, what a like gut punch like i remember reading somebody's comment in song meetings it was like i remember playing this on repeat after my girlfriend dumped me right oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i uh i i'm excited that i will now from this day forward be hearing it in a different light um so that's exciting yeah um and uh and yeah so uh as we as we drift closer and closer to the end of this holiday season but not quite there yet, uh, let us remember to continue to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! And get your booster.